ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿರಾಂಧಸ ಜ್ಞಾನಾಂಜನಶಲಾಕೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮೀಲಿತ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀ ಯುತಪದಕಮಲ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ಚೀರೂಪ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತ ತಂ ಸಜೀವ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವೃಷ್ಣಪಾದಾನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತ ನಾನಾಶಾಸ್ತ್ರವಿಚಾರಣೈಕನಿಪುಣೋ ಸಧರ್ಮಸಂಸ್ಥಾಪಕೋ ಲೋಕಾಂಹಿತಕಾರಿಣೋ ತ್ರಿಭುವನೆ ಮಾನ್ಯೋ ಶರಣ್ಯಾಕರೋ ರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪದಾರವಿಂದ ಭಜನಾಂದೇನಮತ್ತಾಲಿಕೋ ವಂದೇ ರೂಪಸನಾತನೋ ರಘುಯುಗೋ ಶ್ರೀಜೀವ ಗೋಪಾಲಕೋ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೆ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಛಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮ ಓಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪೃಷ್ಣಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಿತಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತಿ ದೇವೇ ಗೌರವಾಣೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದೀ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯದೇಶತಾರಿಣೆ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೊ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ನೈನ್ತ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟುಡೇ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಲುಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಏಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಉಪದೇಶಾಮೃತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀಲ ರೂಪಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಬಟ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ವಿ ಪ್ರೊಸೀಡ್ ಫರ್ದರ್ ವಿ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಕಂಗ್ರ್ಯಾಚುಲೇಟ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಸೋಮಗಿರಿ ಪ್ರಭು ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ನೌ ಹಿಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ನೇಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೋಮಗಿರಿ ಪ್ರಭು he was actually his karmi name is mark jombor he is from hungary he has been attending these classes every single day and today he was initiated by ritvik system and by his uh, grace sundar gopal prabhu as a rep- ritvik representative of shila prabhupad and over skype because we can't travel at the moment so when we meet him then we will have the yagya and all that in fact it was his plan that he would come to singapore on may 4th which is tomorrow and he would stay until 
July 24th. That was the original plan of his uh, way back in the, in the beginning of this year, but everything changed after the virus situation. So, but Apratihata, nothing has stopped um, the spiritual progress and today he has also received the initiation. So, we all, I request all the devotees to congratulate uh, His Grace Somagiri Prabhu for his uh, massive step forward in his journey towards the lotus feet of Krishna. And this is the, this is the uh, bliss, you know, that more and more people come and take shelter of Srila Prabhupada. And in that way, um, his movement grows with full solid um, devotees. Alright, with that, uh, we would like to start this today's verse. So, we will repeat each word. So, please repeat after me. Tat Nama Rupa Charita Adi Su Kirtana Anusmrityo Kramena Rasana Manasi Niyojya Tishthan Vraje Tat Anuragi Jana Anugami Kalam Nayet Akhilam Iti Upadesha Saram it is a, This verse is very very important and it is um, in fact the essence of all instruction in spiritual life. So we will try to understand this verse today. So we will chant it first. So please chant after me each line. Tannamaropacharitadisukirtananu Smrityo Kramena Rasana Manaseni Yoja Tishthan Vrajeta Danuragi Jananugami Kalam Nayeda Kilamit Yupadesha Saram So here in the last line, this two words here, this is a grammatical rule, I am just trying to explain how to pronounce it. So iti plus upadesha. So actually if this second word was had started with a consonant instead of a vowel, vowel then it would have been here i, iti. But because it is a vowel here. So, this becomes Y. So, it has to be pronounced as Y in the sense, if it was a consonant, then we would say iti. But because it is a vowel in the second word, so it is like, we have to pronounce it like one word. Ityupadesha. Ityupadesha. As if it is I-T-Y-U. U. Yupadesha. Ityupadesha. So, this is Sandhi. E plus A becomes uh, E plus U becomes U. 
so that way so that's why we say kalam sāram that way <coughs> so again we will chant it tannamarupa charitadi sukirtananu smrityoh kramena rasana manasi niyojya Tishthan Vrajeta Dhanuragi Jananugami Kalam Nayeda Kilametyupadesha Saram So this, I will just chant it again and then in another tune for those of you who want to practice it in that tune. So first in the same tune and then in the second tune. <coughs> Tannamarupa charitadi sukirtananu smrityo kramena dasanamanasini yojya tishthan vrajeta danuragi jananugami kalam nayeda kilametyupadesha saram Tannamarupa charitadi sukirtananu smrityo kramena rasanamanasini yojya Tishthan Vrajeta Dhanuragi Jajanugami Kalam Nayeda Kilametyupadesha Saram So, Tat of Lord Krishna Nama, the holy name Rupa, form Chari Adi Characters, pastimes, character pastimes and so on Sukirtana, in discussing and cha- or chanting nicely. Anusmrityo, and in remembering. Kramena, gradually. Rasana, the tongue. Manasi, and one's mind. Niyojya, engaging. Tishthan, residing. Vraje, in Vraja. Tat, to Lord Krishna. Anuragi, attached. Jana. Persons, Anugami, following, Kalam, time, Nayet, should utilize, Akhilam, full, Iti, thus, Upadesha, of advice or instruction, Saram, the essence. So here you can see, when it's divided, it is in this form, Iti, and Upadesha. When it's together, Ityupadesha. Uh, very nice important words are here in this verse. So we will read the translation and purport. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation The essence of all advice is that one should utilize one's full time, 24 hours a day, in nicely chanting and remembering the Lord's divine name, transcendental form, qualities, and eternal pastimes, thereby gradually engaging one's tongue and mind. In this way, one should reside in Vraja, Goloka Vrindavan Dham, and serve Krishna under the guidance of devotees. One should follow in the footsteps of the Lord's beloved devotees who are deeply attached to His devotional service. Everything is there in this. There is chanting, there is remembering, there is hearing, 
uh, then there is residing in the holy place serving krishna uh, and in the association of devotees and following in their footsteps so these are actually these things in fact it is said in the chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila 22nd chapter yeah this is the verse 128th verse the five important limbs of devotional service there are many things that one must do in devotional service and those were listed by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu when he was instructing shri sanatan goswami and those have been uh, described in detail in the hari bhakti vilas and also uh, in the nectar of devotion to a certain extent actually all of them are described in the nectar of devotion also so here in this um, chaitanya mahaprabhu after this uh, i think 64 limbs of devotional service have been described all the 64 things that a devotee should do then after mentioning all that then he repeated these five huh? he repeated five Th- those are these he said these five are these m- are the most important of all the 64 and they are as follows sadhu sanga nama kirtan bhagavat shravan mathuravas shrimurtir shraddhaya sevan this is simple bengali verse sadhu sanga nama kirtan bhagavat shravan mathuravas shrimurtir shraddhaya sevan so what are they sadhu sanga first association of devotees sadhu only a devotee other people are not actually sadhu um, only a devotee is sadhu it is said dvau bhuta sargav lokesmin daiva asura evacha vishnu bhakta smrto daiva asura stad viparyaya there are only two kinds of people in the world dvau bhuta sargav lokesmin daiva asura evacha one is daiva one is asura daiva means godly or devotees and asura means demoniac the saintly and the demoniac two types of people are there in this world so who are saintly and who are demoniac vishnu bhakta smrto daiva uh, vishnu bhaktas vaishnavas they are daiva or the saintly people sadhus asuras tad viparyaya anybody who is not uh, who is against the worship of vishnu or krishna he is a asura simple definition so um we judge people according to this um test tube uh, very simple so is he favorable towards god consciousness or is not and god consciousness means god not demigods god so krishna so anybody who is against this sometimes it so happens that a person is a demigod worshipper but then he has some favorable attitude towards krishna and sometimes the demigod worshipper has no favorable attitude towards krishna so the second one is worse he is a outright, outright demon the first one has a chance to become a daiva but he still not daiva platform completely it is a good uh, he is in uh, he is in good platform at least he is favorable if he receives good instruction from a pure devotee and if he agrees to surrender then uh, he can also be he can also rise to the platform of sadhu so sadhu actually is satsanga sat means eternal so that the, the satsanga means the 
actually this word satsang is used uh, very loosely nowadays you know any any bhajans you know demigod or god or some baba or whatever they say satsang no 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 sat means satchidananda sat eternal that association will which will give you entrance into the eternal kingdom of god vaikuntha that is satsanga and sat real association is that and only devotees can do that as uh, narutandas thakur says छाड़िया वैष्णव सेवा निस्तार पाए छे केबा एक्चुअली लिटिल बिट साइड ट्रैक दिस वर्स छाड़िया वैष्णव सेवा निस्तार पाए छे केबा इन इट्स और इन इट्स इन दिस फॉर्म इट डजेंट एग्जिस्ट एनीवेयर शिल प्रभुपद ऑलवेज सेड इट लाइक दैट बट एक्चुअली इट इज अ स्लाइट डिफरेंट वेरिएशन ऑफ इट एंड दैट इज टू बी फाउंड इन नरोत्तम दास ठाकुर सॉन्ग इन द प्रार्थना बुक दैट ही हैज रिटन think um, if you actually google it chaadiya vaishnav seva nistar pai chhe keva you will get to a link of song and kk songs maybe some of you can maybe um, put that link there and we will look at it in the comments later on because its original form i mean in the way that prabhupad mentions it is not found anywhere but it's it's the same thing differently worded that's all so anyway without vaishnavas we cannot go to the sat or the anamayam loka that means vaikuntha which is without any anxiety so therefore sadhu sangha is vaishnavas association of devotees so that is the first important thing among the five most important important uh, things that we must do as devotees second thing is namakirtan no means name the holy names chanting of the holy names both in japa and kirtan both we have to do schedule number of rounds 16 rounds every day and kirtan congregational chanting with devotees sankirtan sankirtan means congregational chanting bhagavat shravan bhagavat shravan shravan is to hear and bhagavat means topics of bhagavan which is shrimad bhagavatam and also bhagavad gita anything that is spoken by krishna or spoken about krishna by authorized acharyas that is bhagavat shravan mathura vas mathura vas means to stay in mathura or a temple hmm. so you may ask i mean we are householders and we can stay in the temple so first of all make the house as a temple and temple means krishna is the center um, not me not the tv that is the big altar in everybody's house that is the biggest thing in the house that is the altar everybody worships that with the remote like that aarti <laughs> so that is that is um, that means is not temple temple means of course if you see uh, like this classes on the tv or if it is um, you know uh, prabhupad videos or something like that that's all right but Uh, materialistic uh, videos we should not watch then mathura vas uh, in other way living in the house and making it a temple and coming to the temple because the real thing about association about what is great about mathura or a holy place of krishna is that it is it is filled with devotees 
just like if you go to a conference of um, sometimes they have this technology tech, tech conferences or business conferences so or they have clubs different kinds of associations to promote different kinds of activities so a uh, holy place is a is a conference or confluence of saintly people and to achieve mathuravas to achieve uh, residence in the place of krishna either in the holy place or the temple temple is also a holy place it should not be taken as we should never misunderstand the temple of krishna where especially the orders of the pure devotees are followed and everything it is a place of pilgrimage it is actually an embassy of vrindavan it is actually vrindavan there is no difference between vrindavan mathura and temple so <clears throat> that should be very uh, strongly understood in fact uh, narutam das tha said that tirthayatra parishram kevar kevalam maner bhrama tirthayatra parishram the the effort to go to tirthayatra that means holy places pilgrimage to a that is actually it is a it is a kind of mental satisfaction only uh, but actually if one is krishna conscious wherever he is that place will become pilgrimage mm. so that is the point we have to stay either in the holy place of krishna or in the temple or if one is a householder as prabhupada said morning and evening one should come to the temple so in other words as much as possible we have to come to the temple mm. and so that is the fourth item fifth item is shri murtir shraddhaya sevan to serve the deity of lord krishna so the serving the deity of lord krishna involves uh, dressing him bishek and all the deity worship and also cooking for him that is also uh, you know uh, shri murtir shraddhaya sevan shraddhaya sevan sevan means to serve shraddhaya means with full faith Uh, so we have to serve the deities in various ways so temple is an establishment where the variegated services of krishna are established and running so that's why we sing every morning the spiritual master engages the disciples shri vigraharadhana nityanana shringaratan mandiram arjanadau you know uh, to <coughs> murtir shraddhaya sevan deity worship does not only mean dressing the deities and doing offering or doing aarti but cleansing the lord's temple maintaining the lord's um, preaching the the temple the festivals organized festivals for the lord everything this is all murti shri murti shraddhaya sevan so if one directly do puja now he can also still serve deities by serving the temple uh, by uh, helping organize festivals sometimes devotees here they sponsor some of the items for the you know festivals all these things and for temple maintenance and you know, everything all these things are shri murti shraddhaya sevan so these are all important aspects of devotional life so sadhusanga namkirtan bhagavat sharan mathuravas shri murti shraddhaya sevan so these five things are important and all of these five are explained in today's um, verse the essence of all advice is that one should utilize one's full time 24 hours a day in nicely chanting and remembering the lord's divine name transcendental form qualities and eternal pastimes thereby gradually engaging one's tongue and mind which is also bhagavat shravan chanting and remembering the lord's divine name transcendental form this is all done through hearing of bhagavat shravan the top of krishna 
In this way, one should reside in Vraja, Goloka Vrindavan Dham, which is also a temple. So, Mathuravas, that is also there. And serve Krishna, which is Srimurthir Shraddhaya Sevan, under the guidance of devotees, which is Sadhu Sangha. All five are here. One should follow in the footsteps of the Lord's beloved devotees who are deeply attached to His service. All the to the means of that, of His, like that. So, in the, in the previous verse, we have seen Syat Krishna Nama Charitadi Sitapya Vidya. So, Syat Krishna Nama, about Krishna's name and all, is all like sugar candy. And, but we don't have that uh, immediate relish attraction for it because we are diseased condition. So, that is in the previous verse, 7th verse. So, continuing from there, so therefore it is Tat Tan Nama. So, it is Krishna's Nama and Charita, Rupa Charitadi. So, so in the previous verse, it is about not having the attraction and how to have that attraction, how to come to the place of uh, having attraction for these uh, descriptions of God and devotional service and Krishna consciousness as a whole. And that is even more detailed, explained in more detail in this verse. <coughs> so, he's in the, in the, if you remember the yesterday's verse, Sitapya Vidya, Shat Krishna Nama Charitadi Sitapya Vidya, Pitto Sanasya Narochikano, it is not palatable in the beginning, but Kintu Arad Anudinam Kaluseva Jushta Swadvi Kramad Bhavatitad Gadamulahantri. So, um, easy to. So, if you see, Kintu means every day, Khalu means certainly, uh, with get, great attention, respect, and Sa, Eya, the holy name, Jusha, the medicine of holy name, Jushta means to or to chant, then Swadvi, Kramad, and it will become gradually tasty and tasteful, as a piece of material life, Gadamula Hantri. So, now how to take it every day? Now, this how to take it every day? What is this Adharad means? So, what is that care? So, how carefully means what, what all should I do to carefully take care of it? Of what? Of this devotional service. And how every day Anudinam. Here is every day. Today's verse Kalam Nayet Akhilam Iti Upadesha Saram. So, same. So, this is in more detail. So, group of words. We will break down further because there are two things here. The subject and how to, um, how to, the subject is Tannama Rupa Charitadi and how to actually chat about them and remember them. Sukirtananu and Anusmritya. Uh, Sukirtana and Anusmritya. So, Tannama Rupa Charitadi. So, Tan means of Krishna. Nama, name, Rupa, form, Charita, pastimes or you know, descriptions. Adi, etc. Beginning with beginning with Nama, Rupa, Charita, all the items of pertaining to Krishna. That is, name, form, uh, pastimes, qualities, paraphernalia, entourage, everything related, related to Krishna. So, this is Abhinnatva, Nama, Nami, Noho. So, they are non-different from Krishna. Krishna's name, Krishna. So, when we are reading Bhagavad Gita, what is the meaning of non-different from Krishna? 
means when we are chanting krishna we are with krishna when we are reading bhagavad gita we are directly linked to what krishna is saying we should not we should not think krishna is somewhere and bhagavad gita is here and okay no bhagavad gita when we are reading krishna is directly speaking through that book to us so that is actually a fact so nama roopa charitaadi sukirtana no now all these krishnas all the topics about krishna form name everything sukirtana nicely was nicely kirtana kirtana means to sing or to glorify uh, even this is also kirtan now we are describing about krishna discussing about krishna's topic this nectar instruction this is kirtan kirtan does not only mean with the when there is musical instruments that is only kirtan kirtan means even glorifying the lord even this bhagavatam class bhagavad gita class all these are kirtan now sukirtana when the word su when the prefix su is added that means good medhasa sumedhasa medhasa means intelligence sumedhasa means very very intelligent very in a you know added emphasis with added emphasis so sukirtana in discussing or chanting nicely what is this nicely means slowly no not like that <laughs> no nicely means first of all in the proper way in the proper way that means what is the proper way among devotees avaishnava mukhodgirnam first that is first aspect of it avaishnava mukhodgirnam putam harikathamritam avartashishaha this is in the padma puran it is stated that today it's quite slow exceptionally slow so we will be a little bit slow in the movement of the screen otherwise the whole computer will hang like what happened yesterday and you know there might be a real interruption there so avaishnava mukhodgirnam that means putam harikatamritam now topic krishna are like nectar so the topics of krishna are like nectar okay you give me some time but it is like a it's like milk milk is very nutritious um, food so here is the verse and milk is very nutritious food but if it's by a snake then that milk is poison so similarly topics of krishna heard from a non vaishnava avaishnava there is also poison so therefore discussing nicely means in the station of what is devotee because there are many who say also they are krishna devotees and they do bhagavat katha you go bhagavat shravan oh one of the five things is bhagavat shravan so let me go to all bhagavat katha everywhere no that is also not correct because bhagavat katha should be again from avaishnav it should not be done but i read that huh? so sukirtana sukirtana means we have to do in proper association and from the authorized person now we are discussing um, bhagavad gita but we are basing it on prabhupada's books even if i speak if i speak on something you know which is no parampara nothing if i just speak on something that that is not proper so the we are discussing a topic here based on prabhupada's books so that is the point 
So we have to repeat the Acharya's explanations because they know. So this is called Anukirtan also. Anukirtanam Tava. Anukirtanam, uh, it is explained in many places also. And here also in this word, in this sloka, there is Anusmrityo. Anusmrityo. Anusmrityo means means to remember. Anusmritya means to remember according to the um, directions of the Acharyas, not in our own speculated manner. Because remembering means I can remember in any way, right? But no, Anusmritya, I have to follow. That is why it's called here Ami, following the footsteps of the Lord's devotees. This is all very important words there. If we want to go deep, we can go very deep in each of these. So, Kirtana, in the proper association and with full attention. So, Sukirtana means discussing and chanting nicely in with full attention also. Not simply, you know, inattentive, fully attentive. And uh, try to apply all the things that we learn in the association of devotees. All this constitutes uh, Sukirtana. So, Anusmrityo. Anusmrityo means remembering in the ways of. Actually, there are verses for this, but I am very used this today because it is a very slow. So, I don't want the stream to be interrupted. Let's try. You see. Hmm. This is uh... okay. What I am messing around with. I am just the explanation. Many nice verses which say which. Um, have the word Anukirtana, Anusmaranam, uh, Anu, what is that? Ashravanam, all these things are there. So, Anu, when the word Anu is used, it is following in the footsteps of authorized devotees. So, Kramena Rasana Manasi Niyojya. Rasana means tongue, and Manasi means mind. Niyojya means reside. And means in Vrindavan, Vraja, Vraja Vrindavan. Or temple. Tishthan Vraje Tad Anuragi Jananugami Tad Krishna Anuragi attached person. So people attached to Lord Krishna, that is called Tad Anuragi Jananugami. So Tad Anuragi Jana, sorry. People attached to Lord Krishna, that means devotees, they are called Tad Anuragi Jana. Anugami means to fall in the word Anu. anu. From the word Anu, Na. Anu means atom, uh, Paramanu means molecule, but Anu means which, which is without that emphasis, emphasis, Anu. So, this Anu, the dental Anu, Anugami means to follow. Kalam means time, it should utilize. 
in full. From the essence of all instruction. So again, I'll read the translation. The essence of all advice is that one should utilize one's full time, 24 hours a day. You see, the last line is coming first in the English. So the order. So we have to f- utilize our full time in nicely chanting and remembering the Lord's divine name. Um, transcendental form, qualities and eternal pastimes, thereby gradually engaging one's tongue and mind. In this way, one should reside in Vraja, Goloka Vrindavan Dham and serve Krishna under the guidance of devotees. One should follow in the footsteps of God's beloved devotees, deeply attached to his devotional service. So, purport. In the purport, okay, before we go again, there is one more thing here in the translation, which is Kalam Nayet Akhilam Kyupadesharam. So, if I could have shown the verses, it would have been nice. Maybe some of you can uh, include the verses in the uh, comments. Later, we can see all those verses because I think this is going to going to go for a crash. The whole thing is going to be jammed if I use the software today. So, I will be very gentle on it today. And so, in the 22nd chapter of the Madhilila. Um, this word Akhila is used. There it is said, Krishnartha Akhila, Krishnartha Akhila Cheshta. Krishnartha Akhila Cheshta. That means the devotee should be engaged in various activities. In Akhila means in various um, or full, fully engaged in different various ways. Krishnartha Akhila Cheshta in various activities connected with Krishna for the purpose of Krishna, Krishna Arthe, for the purpose of Krishna. So, a devotee should engage in various activities. And Kalam Nayed, one should utilize one's time, full time. That means we should not waste any time. And that is also explained in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Kshantir Avyartha Kalatvam. So, Avyartha Kalatvam is mentioned there. That means a devotee should not waste any time. He is very conscious. A person who is, a devotee is actually advancing seriously. He will make sure, he cannot, he will not feel satisfied if time is wasted. So, time should not be wasted. Avyartha kalatam. Vyartha means wasted. Avyartha means no wastage of time. Fully productive in devotional service. And when we say no wastage of time, there are many productivity people out there who who teach how to be productive in life. But... They want to be productive in doing material activities, which are in themselves unproductive. They want to carefully do something which actually should not even be done. (laughs) That is their productivity. So, productivity means first we should know what should be done and what should not be done. And then utilize one's time on what should be done. So, what should be done is devotional service. In human life, we have no other business in human life than to engage in devotional service. Jeevasya tattva jignasa nartho karma bhe. There is no other uh, reason in human life to live than to advance in devotional service. So, everything else is actually a waste of time. So, that has to be first established. Therefore, these productivity people, they do not know how to be productive because the first step is wrong already. They ha- they, their understanding of life is wrong. The rest, all the steps, they may do it right. But if the first step is gone, 
everything is gone so they put they do everything nicely but they do on the basis of the body and this is why they are failure they are not actually productive they are completely unproductive they are doing carefully something which actually should never be done you see <clears throat> so no wastage of time means engaging full krishna consciousness all the time so purport since the mind may be our may be one's enemy or one's friend one has to train the mind to become his friend so where is the verse so bhagavad gita chapter 6 text 5 and 6 so the 5 fifth verse says actually i don't remember the sanskrit very well for the fifth verse it says um the mind can be one's friend and one's enemy as well and the next verse 66 it is said bandhuratmatmanastasya yenat maivatmanajitah anatmanastu shatrutve vartet atmaiva shatruvat so bandhuratmatmanastasya so the uh, the mind which is controlled it is the best of friends and when the mind is not controlled it is the worst of enemies so now the mind can be either when it is serving krishna then it is the best of friends uh, when it is not serving krishna when it is not engaged in krishna consciousness it is the worst enemy hmm. because it, it will drag us why are we here in this material world because yam yam vaapi smaran bhavam tyajatyante kalevaram tam tame vaiti kaunteya sada tad bhava bhavitah at the last point at the time of death whatever we think that we will attain in the next life and that last point the thought at the last point will remain um, will be will depend on sadatat bhava bhavitah what we have been always thinking in life what has been our most constant thought in life that will come at the time of death so therefore if we are in this material world that means we did not think of krishna if because if we would have thought of krishna we would have not been here we would be with krishna in vaikuntha in krishna loka so we are not there we are here that means we did not think of krishna that means now last life we did not practice thinking of krishna at all so because of that enemy which is our mind we have taken this birth and we are continuing still so the mind has been our enemy it is dragging us life after life in this material world <clears throat> acting as our friend acting as our friend it is actually a biggest traitor our mind is our biggest traitor Um, because it acts like a friend everything anything you want first thing it, it will consult you it will you know it it is ready for you to you know it is there to listen to you because when we have a problem we want to tell someone and often times we just tell it to our own mind and our mind says yes 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 correct correct that guy is a rascal just just do something to him and and that way we commit sinful activities and people commit murders even why because the mind is just mind is just there and it is just completely dragging us to all these sinful activities and whenever we want whenever we want to you know we have some bad thoughts we confide with our mind and our mind will bring out like a mirror because cheto darpana marjanam darpana the the cleansing of the heart is considered like the cleansing of the mirror the heart is like a mirror the mind is like a mirror so whatever you put in front of it, it will it will reflect so whenever suppose suppose you develop a hate for somebody immediately the mind's business is it will bring out all the memories in the past whatever uh, that hate was you know whatever can incite more hate towards that person or oh, he did this you know he did that he did this he did that 
all these things. So in this way the mind like a mirror it is bringing out all those reflections of the past memories and adding fuel to the fire completely and the intensif- the, in the, in the, the desire the hate intensifies and in this way we are creating unnecessary quarrel among, among ourselves. All this actually there are verses for this but I am very afraid to touch that software today. So Please, maybe Vishwamaprabhu, please come to my rescue. In the comments, maybe there will be some (laughs) help. I am hoping for that. So, since the mind may be one's enemy or one's friend, one has trained the mind to become his friend. The Krishna consciousness movement is especially meant for training the mind to be always engaged in Krishna's business. This is the point. Our whole activities, Krishna Arthya Akhila Cheshta, so many activities connected with Krishna. Cooking, worshipping the deity, um, I mean in the arati and dressing, Abhishek and sweeping the temple uh, or distributing Krishna's books or raising funds for the temple or you know um, printing magazines or what else, so many activities, organizing festivals, uh, the, you know whatever needs to be bought for the temple, the supplies, everything, take care of that and now do you know discuss Krishna's topics here like what we are doing, doing live stream. In this way, so many ways, so many unlimited ways there are to serve Krishna. Why are we doing all these things? To control our mind. Tani sarvani samyamya yukta asita matparaha vashehi asyendriyani tasya pragna pratishthita Chapter 2, text 61 of Bhagavad Gita. The whole point of yoga means control our mind, control our senses and engage yukta asita matpara, engage in Krishna's service. In that way, vashehi asyendriyani, completely control the senses by engaging it in Krishna's service. Tasya pragna pratishthita, he is a man of steady intelligence. So the intelligence has to be sharpened in order to control the mind. So the Krishna Consciousness Movement is especially meant for training the mind to be always engaged in Krishna's business. The mind contains hundreds and thousands of impressions. You see, this is darpana, impressions. And usually darpan, a normal mirror, will just reflect what is in, in front of it at present. But this mind is a much, much more complicated mirror. It will remember, it has a very big memory terabytes and gigabytes, I don't know what bytes of memory and it will reflect whatever our thought is, it will reflect all the past memories sometimes, everything and sometimes just random memories come, these are all explained in the Bhagavatam, in fact sometimes dreams happen, sometimes we think we are flying you know in the dream but where did did we get that idea, how do we know how it feels when when we fly, you know sometimes we get this dream that you know I am falling from a high place. And that, you know, when you fall from a high place, you know, your stomach just, that, that feeling of your breath stopping up. So, that feeling we will get in the dream. How do we know how it feels when we drop? That means we did drop sometime in the past. Maybe last life or many previous lives, many lives before. So, these impressions of the mind are there from millions of years past. Sometimes they just come in a bubble. We never, we cannot understand. Like uh, I gave you the, I gave the example many times in class. There was this incident. I have seen that video 
of this uh, boy who was an Australian 19 year old boy who met with a car accident and he went into a coma for a week and after waking up from that coma he saw his parents and he immediately started speaking Chinese Mandarin so fluently that even a Chinese in China wouldn't be as fluent even a professor in China he was comparable to that standard so and he in his whole life there was no he had no idea what Chinese was never and he couldn't speak English he was speaking Chinese and it took him almost a month to get back his English and eventually he went to China and he was he became very popular there in Beijing in a university and all that so the thing is how did that Chinese come to him after an accident so that means he was a Chinese before and the, all those memories just for some reason the bubble just surfaced you know in the in the in the underwater there are so many bubbles sometimes trapped here and there and then there is some shaking of the earth or something then all the bubbles from below they come on all the way to the top so something just shook shook his consciousness up and his memory of last life just came so although we forget our past life so sometimes some impressions carry forward and then they just appear and there is no explanation why they appear in that way but this is this is the reason so this is all explained in the bhagavatam actually so, mind con- hundreds and thousands impressions not only this also of lives of the past the impressions sometimes come in contact with one another and produce contradictory pictures like um, we know gold we know mountain and sometimes these two conceptions mix and we 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 see a golden mountain in the dreams or it comes in our thought we just mix different things and something else we come across which normally we cannot find in this world of course there are golden mountains there is the sumeru mountain which is golden but in this world there is no such um, description but we sometimes see these in dreams or sometimes we see things which we have never seen before like i also had dreams where i many times i dreamt of falling from a great heights and uh, especially when i was much younger when i was 5 uh, years old 3 4 years old until when i was 8 9 10 years old i used to have this dream always that i was just floating in space just like unending space i was just i don't know where i was falling into i was i used to have that and um, uh, also sometimes of uh, war scene where everything shooting is going on and I was trying to escape and everything running here running there so these things are all sometimes in the past it happened it just happened so they just coming back <clears throat> these impressions sometimes come in contact with one another and produce contradictory pictures in this way the mind's function can become dangerous for a conditioned soul how is it dangerous because this is not only happening in dreams and thoughts but also in actions why people have different proclivities or different tendencies in life why somebody is drawn toward um, sinful habits he likes them more from his very beginning of life and some they do not they refrain from that and they, they engage in more uh, devotional service from the very young age or they are interested in different things like maybe ex- uh, studies or some musical instrument there is there is a child prodigies you know you know 3 year old and you can play a piano like 
you know, an expert. You know, what, how these things happen, these because of past life's continuity, that, that tendencies which they carry from the past life. So, they, you know, they carry forward in this life. So, why are they dangerous then? Because these are all distractions from our real business. Therefore, when one is a devotee, born in a devotee family and engaged in devotional service from a very young age, we should understand that that person, he he took to devotional service, but then now he is continuing from where he left off. See? So, this is why sometimes, you know, we see children in devotee family and other children, you know, They go into things like drug abuse and all these things. Why? Because of the previous life. So, this is very dangerous. If we do not engage in Krishna's service, it will take us many, many places. So, it is said that we don't remember what our past life was and what our desires were, but Krishna remembers and He arranges all the facilities in this life so that all our desires of past life, according to what we deserve, can be experienced in this life. So, He puts us in a family accordingly. Maybe if we were interested in all kinds of sinful activity, maybe put in a sinful family. And then from there we continue from birth, you know, from, from as we grow we continue and have bad company. All these are arranged by the Lord to facilitate our direction of thought in our last life. So therefore, it is very dangerous. <clears throat> Students of psychology are aware of the mind's various psychological changes. In fact, the other day, um, Prithviraj Prabhu, I think he he's also watching this video now. So he shared with me that some psychological statistics that in a day an average human has about fifty thousand to eighty thousand thoughts, which would come to about two thousand something two thousand five hundred thoughts an hour. And if we cut down the sleeping hours and only count the waking hours, I mean it's amazing how many thoughts we can hold in our head. It's like over 3,000, 4,000 thoughts in an hour. There are only 3,600 seconds in an hour. So, every single second, our, our mind is going in different places, you see. So, how the mind is so chanchala. That's why Arjuna said in the 6th chapter, 34th verse, Chanchalam himanah krishna pramathi bhalavadhrudam tasyaham nigraham manye vayorivasudushkaram this mind is so flickering and so unsteady that to control this is more difficult than to control the wind, more difficult than to control the storm. So, that mind, that kind of uncontrollable mind, we have to tame it. To tame a lion is easier than to tame the mind, you know. (laughs) So, a lion is very dangerous. You go near it and your, your life is in danger. Our mind is even more dangerous than that. But it acts like a friend. It's like a cunning jackal. Uh, but so and we we take it into confidence. So we have to tame such a wild animal called the mind. <clears throat> so students of psychology of the psychological changes. In Bhagavad Gita, chapter 8, text 6, it is said. Yam yam vapismaran bhavam tyajatyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti kaunteya sadatad bhava bhavita. Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body, that state he will attain without fail. 
At the time of death, the mind and intelligence of a living entity create the subtle form of a certain type of body for the next life. If the mind suddenly thinks of something not very congenial, one has to take a corresponding birth in the next life. On the other hand, if one can think of Krishna at the time of death, he can be transferred to the spiritual world, Goloka Vrindavan. <clears throat> this process of transmigration is very subtle. Therefore, Srila Rupa Goswami advises devotees to train their minds in order that they will be unable to remember anything other than Krishna. So, our the advice that smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavyo na jatu chitin padmapuran the sum the sum and substance of all advice is always remember krishna never forget him always remember krishna is a positive and never forget him is a negative in in a negative way never but we will understand the always remember krishna only if you understand the never forget him so always remember Krishna. Yeah, I'm always remembering Prabhu. Morning Mangalarti, I'm waking up and you know, I'm chanting Hare Krishna and you know, dressing deities and cooking and you know, afternoon I'm, um, you know, cooking for Krishna or you know, doing this and that work, raising funds and this and that. <clears throat> so it looks like fine, you know. Even I mean, I'm talking from the perspective of a temple devotee. You know, engage in all Krishna services whole day. Yeah, I'm thinking of Krishna. Always remember Krishna. Yes, I'm doing. It is when we look at the never forget Krishna, then we look at it more closely. Oh, okay. At every single moment, am I actually, am I forgetting him or remembering him? I'm forgetting him or remembering him. So, if you see, (laughs) it's just a few moments in the day that we actually focus on Krishna. Whereas, the rest of the day, we are sometimes just... You know, we are, we are in our own thing or we are just sleeping or eating or just, you know, we are, we are concerned about our own thing. You know, we are not really concerned about Krishna's work, Krishna's service as much as we should. So, in fact, there is a, I think a sculptor, he was an expert sculptor, I, I forget his name. He, I mean, it's a saying that perfection is not when, is not when, um, there is nothing more to be added. Perfection is is when there is nothing more to be taken out. You know, that is perfection. So, in in the in the sense that um, when there is nothing else that you can take out. You know, um, like for, suppose when we are remembering. So, let's talk about remembering Krishna. Perfection is not when more things have to be added. No. Oh, there is no, oh, my time is fully occupied. You know, there is nothing more to be added. No. But there, when there is nothing more to be subtracted. That means, we have to do in such a way that is completely Krishna's service and there is not a moment lost in Krishna's service. Like, not a moment lost without remembrance of Krishna. That's why in that fourth canto that purport there is one that verse sahanis tan mahachidram what is that sahanis tan mahachidram I forgot that some from Vishnu Purana I think so it says that 
the biggest anomaly the biggest uh, mistake the biggest uh, problem is that even as even a second of forgetfulness of krishna is the biggest um, undesirable thing that is the biggest imperfection so that is um, how we should look at it so when there is nothing more to be taken out that means you cannot point at a single second in your day where there has not been remembrance of krishna now that is perfection then actually one is always remembering krishna so on the other hand if one can think of krishna at the time of death he can be transferred to the spiritual world goloka vrindavan this of transmigration is very subtle therefore shri shri rupa goswami advises devotees to train their minds in order that they will be unable to remember anything other than krishna that's why uh, in the beginning one is advised that especially when one is just entering into devotional service and he is engaged in so many other material kind of activities so in the beginning it is advised that add krishna to your life add krishna to your life so according to i mean apart from what you doing just chant hari krishna that is the beginning advice just like prabhupada when he went to america he just chanted in the park and everyone just danced around him and you know sang along it was one of the many items in their life at that point at that point of time so in the beginning it's add krishna to your life the perfection is subtract uh, subtract everything other than krishna from your life everything other than krishna from your life has to be subtracted uh, that is a perfection when one actually is advanced more and more then adding krishna into one life means there are so many other things and that krishna is one of the items now krishna has to take over the entire time of one's existence and everything else should be driven out everything else to be driven out and then there is perfect just like a sculpt sculpture what is a sculpture it is one blo- big block of stone but then the the sculptor he he removes so much of rock he chips away so much of it and makes a beautiful vigraha of krishna out of it and that is perfection you know everything else that has been that has that should not be there has been taken out now the real so a sculptor when he sees a stone he can he can see the form that he wants to make out of it although others cannot see it he just have to remove everything that is um hindering the sight of that form and then the form will be revealed so that's how he sees it so we should be similarly um it's not about just adding krishna into one's life but subtracting everything that is not krishna krishnaized you may ask i mean what is um not krishna in this i mean vasudeva sarvamiti everything is krishna yes but what is anukulyasya sankalpa what is favorable to krishna consciousness krishna is everything that maya tatam idam sarvam jagadavyakta murtina krishna is everywhere but what will favor my thinking of krishna in what way what engagements will um be favorable for my remembrance of krishna um so those have to be accepted and what are the things that will not help me remember krishna those things have to be rejected so anukulyasya sankalpa pratukulyasya varjanam the six one of the, the first two of the limbs of surrender or the aspects of surrender
Similarly, the tongue should be trained to speak only of Krishna and to taste only Krishna Prasad. The mind should be only thinking of Krishna. Actually, there is a nice verse in the Mukundamala Stotra also and also in the Bhagavatam, 10th Kanto, 80th chapter, verses 3 and 4. Very nice verse. <coughs> so, maybe somebody can put that up in the comments. Tenth Kanto, chapter 80, texts 3 and 4. I have not memorized them yet. They are very sm- simple, small verses, but I haven't memorized them yet. <clears throat> very nice uh, way it is described. So, one has to do, train their minds in order to remember Krishna always. And the tongue should be trained to speak only of Krishna and to taste only Krishna Prasad. Srila Rupa Goswami further advises, Tishthan Vraje, one should live in Vrindavan or any part of Vrajabhumi. Vrajabhumi or the land of Vrindavan is supposed to be 84 kroshas in area. One krosha equals two square miles. Um, so when one makes Vrindavan his residence, he should take shelter of an advanced devotee there. In this way, one should always think of Krishna and his pastimes. This is further elucidated by Srila Rupa Goswami in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Krishnam smaran janam chasya preshtam nijasam samihitam tattat katharatas chasao kuriyadvasam vrajesada. A devotee should always reside in the transcendental realm of Raja and always engage in Krishnam smaran janam chasya preshtam. Vraja means Vrindavan. And engage in Krishnam smaran janam chasya preshtam, the remembrance of Sri Krishna and his beloved associates. By following in the footsteps of such associates and by entering under their eternal guidance, one can acquire an intense desire to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Intense desire is very important. Intense or dense. Uh, Sandra. Sandra. The word is Sandra. Sandrananda. Sandrananda means, you know, uh, intense ecstasy. Ananda means bliss. Sandrananda means intense ecstasy. So, the intense means, uh, what is dense, for example, if there are many people, for example, densely populated area means, if there are many people f- per square kilometer of a, of a city, um, then that is uh, more dense than, suppose, only very few people per square, kil- uh, square kilometer. So, that is dense. So, more people per area. So, similarly, more dense remembrance, intense desire, intense remembrance means, the more dense our remembrance becomes. That means, the more seconds in our day are spent in remembering Krishna, the more it will become denser and denser and denser. The thought of Krishna and the, and the, and the desires to serve Krishna, everything should become dense and intense. You know, um, Instead of diluted, you know, sometime Krishna service and mostly Maya in this, in this way, the kind of dilute thing will not work very much. You know, <clears throat> there is a story of this uh, <clears throat> a man who wanted to <clears throat> uh, cook, but he put a fire and he put the pot uh, on the on the tree top, <clears throat> and he's wondering why it is not cooking. You put the thing on the on the fire. No? How if you put so far from the fire, how will the fire benefit? How will the pot be benefited by the fire? So similarly, if we want to 
uh, advance and if our our bhajanna uh, pakvo if our devotional service is uncooked or immature apakva pakva means to cook pachanti and so to cook so apakva means uncooked or immature if our devotional service is uncooked in, immature we may fall down but if it has to be cooked then we have to be in the fire of krishna consciousness and very near not very far away so we have to be in association of devotion all these five things we have to do as much as possible what are them sadhu sang naam kirtan bhagavat shravan mathuravas shrimurtir shraddhaya sevan so these things we have to do always <clears throat> a devotee should always reside in the transcendental realm of vraja and always engage in krishnam smaran janam chasapreshtam the remembrance of shri krishna and his beloved associates by following in the footsteps of such associates and by entering under the their eternal guidance one can acquire an intense desire to serve the supreme personality of godhead <clears throat> again shri rupa goswami states in bhakti rasamrita sindhu in the next verse seva sadhaka rupena siddha rupena chatrahi tadbhavalipsuna karya vraja lokanusaratah in the transcendental realm of vraja vrajadham one should serve the supreme lord shri krishna with a feeling similar to that of his associates and one should place himself under the direct guidance of a particular associate of krishna and should follow in his footsteps this method is applicable both in the stage of sadhana spiritual practices executed while in the stage of bondage and in the stage of sadhya god realization where one is a siddha purusha or a spiritually perfected soul so <clears throat> in the sadhana when we are doing our sadhana that means sadhana means uh, when we are doing our regular practice according to the orders of the spiritual master now we are everything we are doing according to the order oh the guru said chant 16 rounds therefore i am chanting otherwise if there was no order by the guru uh, today i will chant two rounds no what is there you know that kind of we can easily slip back so to keep us at a at a standard so the guru has orders and we we have to follow the order until we acquire a taste and follow the order properly avoiding avoiding offenses and everything taking care of uh, chanting and everything nicely and engaging krishna service service of vaishnavas everything then one will come to a stage of chanting where he does not need to be goaded anymore uh, he he is automatically he doesn't want to stop chanting that kind of um, uh, that that level of chanting that is a pure chanting so in our sadhana stage this is called vaidhi bhakti vaidhi bhakti means uh, vidhi vidhi anusar uh, following the rules vidhi means rules so vidhi anusar so doing our devotional service according to the rules established by sadhu shastra guru so this is called vaidhi bhakti and when one is more automatically spontaneously attached attracted to krishna then he engages in raganuga bhakti raga anuga that is called as uh, today's verse also tad anuragi jananugami uh, to follow those people who are having raga um at spontaneous attachment for krishna like yashoda nand maharaj and the cowherd boys the gopis the cows they all have natural attraction for krishna hmm. so to follow one of them uh, but in the in the sadhana stage you know we are not in a level where you know okay i want to follow nand maharaj uh, or i want to follow radharani or i want to follow uh, tulsi devi uh, we are not in the stage to imitate all these things so
So now what we definitely know is Srila Prabhupada is also a confidential servitor, our spiritual master. Once a bona fide spiritual master, a pure devotee spiritual master, he is actually a confidential servitor of the Lord. So that's what we sing in the morning every time. What is that? Nikunjayuno Ratikele Siddhyay Yayalibhir Yuktirapekshaniya Tatrati Dakshadativallabhasya Vande Guru Shri Charanaravindam. So the Guru, uh, he is an expert in assisting the gopis in serving the uh, divine couple Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. So he is a very intimate uh, associate and he is resident of Vrindavan. So by following his instructions, we advance in devotional service. We don't have to imagine, oh, whom should I follow? Maybe I will follow the cow, maybe I will follow the peacock, maybe I will follow the parrot, maybe I will follow the gopis, maybe I will follow the cowherd boys. We cannot imitate all these things in the current platform. Mm. Now, in our sadhana platform, we have to follow the instructions of the spiritual master. Our spiritual master is already a confidential servitor of Krishna. His orders we have to follow. Hmm. First perfect hour, we have so many anarthanivrittas. So when Prabhupada was asked this question, he was irritated. You know, the disciple asked this question, you know, uh, what is our Siddha Rupa, Siddha Deha, or our, our perfected form in the spiritual world? In, in the spiritual world, what am I? Am I a parrot or peacock or what am I? And Prabhupada said, well, what is Siddha Rupa? First of all, what is, where is your anarthanivritti? All the dirty things, rascal. You know, <laughs> Prabhupada scolded. You know, where is anarthanivritti first? Anarthanivritti means all the dirty things in the heart must go away first. Then you can talk of all these things. First you chant properly. Um, uh, and then first you do service properly. All these things have to be first. Why you have to jumping to the next stage? Do all the things that already are given to you. Um, so in this way, he chastises his disciple. So one time in South Africa, uh, Prabhupada was sitting and then two women, they asked Prabhupada question. Uh, Prabhupada, uh, please talk about uh, Raslila, you know, the, the Radha Krishna uh, pastimes. Then um, Prabhupada avoided. Uh, no, uh, then Prabhupada actually changed the subject and you was know, speaking other things. Then they, they insisted. No, we want to hear about Raslila. We want to hear about Radha Krishna. So Prabhupada said, maybe you are qualified to hear, but I am not qualified to speak on them. <laughs> How in a humble way he chastised them. They were because they were not disciples actually. They were guests. They were Indians, but you know they were. They were guests. So, he was not too harsh with them. At the same time, he got the points very strongly across. He said, you may be qualified to hear about Radha Krishna Leela, but I am not qualified to speak about them. In other words, he is saying, you are not qualified to hear about them. Follow first, start chant, chanting. Of course, Srila Prabhupada is qualified. But, you know, he is showing us that without qualification, don't enter into the description of Radha Krishna, you know, all these intimate pastimes. We cannot. We first, that's why even even for devotees, he prohibited us to read Geet Govinda of Jayadev Goswami. Only one song from Geet Govinda, which is the Dashavatar Stotra, we will chant. We chant that one. But other songs from Geet Govinda, he, he, he forbid the devotees to read that. He forbid them. So, why? Because we cannot imitate this platform and we cannot enter into those prematurely. So, Footsteps. Uh, one should place himself under the direct guidance of a particular associate of Krishna. In our case, it is Prabhupada. Okay? Don't imagine anything else. At, at the present moment, Prabhupada. And should follow in his footsteps. This method is applicable both in the stage of sadhana 
and in the stage of sadhya. Sadhya means when the sadhana has become perfect, when one has actually reached God realization, that is called sadhya. Uh, siddha rupena. Here it's called in the verse, you see, siddha rupena. When one has achieved his siddha rupa, uh, then he is called a siddha purusha or a spiritually perfect soul. So, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur has commented as follows up upon this verse. One who has not yet developed interest in Krishna consciousness should give up all material motives and train his mind by following the progressive regulative principles, namely chanting, remembering Krishna's, uh, chanting and remembering Krishna and his name, form, quality, pastimes and so forth. In this way, after developing a taste for such things, one should try to live in Vrindavan and pass his time constantly remembering Krishna's name, fame, pastimes and qualities under the direction and protection of an expert devotee. This is the sum and substance of all instruction regarding the cultivation of devotional service. So, first of all, you have to develop some taste. That taste, ruchi. Before we go to ruchi, there are adho, shraddha. First of all, we must, our faith must be strengthened. In the association of tato sadhu sangha. In sadhu sangha, our, we have to associate with devotees very constantly. And bhajana kriya, engage in devotional service. And our anarthani vritti must happen. All the dirty things in the heart must go. There are so many stages. Actually, Nimanitai Prabhu has been doing a series of videos on our ISKM channel called Krishna Katha. There he is... Uh, sharing this, how we pass through each stage of this uh, Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajana Kriya, Anartha Nivritti, Nishtha, Ruchi, Asakti, Bhava, Prema. So, all these stages of development of devotional service. And what are the sub-stages of each of these stages? And so, all these things, what needs to be avoided and how to overcome each of these? So, he is quoting from the Madhurya Kadambani, Kadambani which is um, uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's work. So, <clears throat> there are so many things we have to first cross before we can come to the platform of taste. Adho Shraddha, first step. Tato Sadhu Sangha, Bhajana Kriya, Anartha Nivritti, Nishtha and then only Ruchi. We are maybe, yeah, we have maybe Sadhu Sangha that also not properly here and there and then there has to be Bhajana Kriya, okay, engaging in some form of devotional service, maybe not the whole day properly. So, anartha nivritti, the dirty things in the heart have not gone away. And then once that is gone, then one comes to the platform of nishtha, which is fixed up, bhaktir bhavati naishthiki, fixed up devotional service. And then only ruchi, the real taste. So, first he said, here you see, <coughs> in this way, after developing a taste for such things, what things? Krishna and his name form, quality, pastimes and all these things. Develop a taste for all these things first. And then, one should try to live in Vrindavan and pass his time constantly remembering Krishna's name. So, Vrindavan also means temple. (coughs) And under the protection, guidance and protection of expert devotee. This is the sum and substance of all instruction regarding the cultivation of devotional service. In the neophyte stage, one should always engage in hearing Krishna Katha. Now, he is explaining, you see, very nicely. In the beginning stage, one should always engage in hearing Krishna Katha, hearing about Krishna. This is called Shravana Dasha. Dasha means stage or um, what is that? Phase of life, phase of development. The first phase of development is Shravana Dasha, where one, the neophyte devotee, should always be engaging in Krishna Katha, hearing Krishna Katha, hearing. Just like all of you are hearing kindly. So, this is Shravana Dasha. 
the stage of hearing. By constantly hearing the transcendental holy name of Krishna and hearing of his transcendental form, qualities and pastimes, one can attain to the stage of acceptance called, called Varanadasha. So then, because in the beginning when we hear, we are not able to assimilate everything. Then when we, by long hearing, then we come to the point of acceptance. We accept. And then Varana also means to describe them. Kirtana. Varana. <coughs> or Varnana. So here, Varana Dasha means to accept, the stage of acceptance. When one attains this stage, he becomes attached to the hearing of Krishna Katha. Uh, in the beginning, we may not be attached to Krishna Katha. Sometimes when you ask people to read books, no, I am not a reading type of person, you know. Actually, it doesn't matter what kind of person one is. If one starts reading Krishna's book, this, this maybe the person is not a reading person because all the books were boring. The school books have been absolutely boring. I think, and nothing actually maybe made some real interest, sparked the interest. But if one reads about Krishna with full sincerity of purpose, then automatically, even though he was not a reading person, what to speak of not reading person, even an illiterate person will get, like you know the example is there uh, in the Chaitanya Leela, where this Brahmana, he was, his guru asked him to read Bhagavad Gita, but he was an illiterate. And every day he would just hold Bhagavad Gita and try to read. And he did not know how to read at all. He was, you know, he was completely illiterate. And, you know, he was crying every day and then everybody used to make fun of him. You see Pandit reading, you see, look at this Pandit reading, he can't even know alphabets properly. And he's reading Bhagavad Gita, you know. Everybody was making fun of him and he was just uh, shedding tears all the time. But he was not crying because they were, they were all bullying him. No, a devotee doesn't do that. He's emotional. He has a very strong emotional, I mean, he's emotionally very, very strong, a devotee. He does not cry for, he is very, very grave, as deep as the ocean. He doesn't uh, flinch when there are circumstantial uh, situations which ordinarily would um, shake up anybody. Uh, uh, what is that? In the sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Gurunapi Vichalyate, Gurunapi Vichalyate. When one is Krishna conscious, Gurunapi Vichalyate, even the worst. Worst calamity cannot even shake him even in the slightest manner. That is a devotee. Emotionally, he is very, very strong. So, why he was crying? He was not crying for this. And he was crying because of devotional ecstasy. The nice example is given in the about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is described as very, very, very grave. Very grave. He would not easily smile. In fact, that is a sannyasi, a spiritually elevated person. Um, he wouldn't smile easily or at ordinary things. He wouldn't smile at um, ordinary jokes and all this. He's not interested. He's very grave. Uh, small, small thing, he's not interested. And he's always deeply thoughtful. <clears throat> so, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was described as like that. As grave as millions of oceans. Not just one ocean. Millions of oceans. You know. But... When the moon of Krishna rises in his mind, whenever this intense thoughts of Krishna and like the full moon, or the ocean also gets agitated, you know, the waves become high and everything. The ocean is agitated at the sight of the moon. So, similarly, uh, Krishna is like the moon. So, ordinary things, if you throw even a boulder, it would not really, it doesn't do anything to the ocean, you know. 
although if you throw a boulder in a in a small small uh, tank uh, the water will splash like anything and then all the thing is you know like disturbed but in an ocean a boulder is nothing nothing can you know agitate the ocean and compare millions of oceans chaitanya mahaprabhu but when the moon of krishna rises he would become agitated and he would you know uh, show bodily symptoms which are uncommon like absolutely madman somebody who is completely mentally deranged that kind of symptoms he used to show in his transcendental madness for krishna so a sane person would not dhira dhira satrana muhyati and bhagavad gita also it is there dhira means he is not he is not too afflicted with happiness or suffering he is just sukha dukha samay kritva labha labho jaya jayo everything all in all situations siddhya siddhyo samobhutva so these are all explain what is a sukha dukha whether in happiness or distress he is the same he is he is same he is equipoised and he in same means what he is fixed in krishna consciousness it is not that well, he got some promotion or he just uh, struck, struck some lottery oh now let's enjoy let's go to this park and let's go here and no nothing he is just doing the same thing let's just like sudama sudama vipra was a perfect example so he was a poor brahmana very skinny bony and you know his children all were you know wife was asking him please go to krishna your friend is krishna you know please go to him we don't have any means of subsistence you know our children are also very um, very you know malnutrition you know <laughs> so please go to krishna and ask him for something so sudama went to krishna and he did not feel like asking anything he did not ask anything but krishna served him and rukmini who is lakshmi herself she fanned him and when he after he, he did not ask anything from krishna although his wife asked him to go to see krishna to ask him something he just took it as a excuse to see krishna okay um, anyway mother my 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 wife is asking me to see krishna um, i don't need to ask him anything but i'll just see krishna in that way so in that way he satisfied his wife okay i, I went and met krishna so actually his desire was not to ask what she asked him to ask he just wanted to see him only so devotee never never disturbs krishna for anything even if he is in trouble he never asks krishna please you know remove my poverty or nothing like he just you know whatever krishna wants if krishna wants me wants to me to remain in poverty so be it you know so he went in and just you know saw krishna and he was very happy and krishna actually served him and he was in tears you know and when he came back in the same place he he was actually confused whether did i take the correct route because how did this happen this, this whole thing is a palace now and what is my wife with, with all this jewelry and all these maid servants and servants and the children in full what is this gardens and palaces doing here what is this what is going on then he understood wow <coughs> you know um krishna is so kind that you know he has given everything and in fact <laughs> you know when sudama went to krishna he he took some chipped rice some chipped rice it was not even it was very actually not even high class offering it's just a very poor man's offering even i am krishna ate it with great delight and when krishna forcibly took it from him and then he he took one morsel and the second morsel and when he was going to eat the third morsel rukmini stopped him please with two morsels you have already given him so much wealth and if if you eat the third morsel also i myself have to go and leave you and go to his house and serve him as a maid servant you know <laughs> so you, please i don't want to leave you so you please um, i understand you know that you know you have affection for him but 
please don't forget me <laughs> in your ecstasy of uh, remembering your friend so in that way she had to stop him please so with the two morsels he ate krishna he gave so much to sudama but what did sudama do after that are we have a palace come on just enjoy you know full enjoy dance masti you know no he did not do anything like that <laughs> he just was always engaged in his own chanting in his own seva you know he was worshiping krishna he had a deity he was just worshiping like that only same as he was doing before although his children his wife and children were a little bit excited with all that wealth and everything you know they were all like all over the place but he never flinched he was just in the same way you know um, he did not reject it also no no i don't want this one. no whatever krishna is you know but i will not move away from so sukha dukhe samay kritva so whether it was uh, you know this is in the second chapter 38th verse so sukha dukha samay kritva so same in the same disposition in both and then labha labhau jaya jayo uh, in 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 um, gain or in loss or in victory or in defeat or in in the 48th verse it is also siddhi asiddhyo Uh, whether it is in perfection or imperfection what is that yogastah kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhya siddhyo samo bhutva samatvam yoga uchyate to be equal in both that is dhira to be not you know agitated so that should uh, that will come if one is focused on krishna vishaya vinivartante niraharasa dehina rasavarjam rasopyasa param drishtvani vartate sukham atyantikam yatad buddhi grahyam atindriyam it is beyond the sensory happiness and having been established in such a high class of happiness of krishna service one is unfazed by all these distractions of happiness and distress victory and defeat gain and loss perfection and imperfection no just always krishna conscious so when one attains this stage he becomes attached to the hearing of krishna katha when he accepts varana dasha when he constant hearing will get us to varana dasha to acceptance and yes krishna the, we, he accepts krishna as as samam bonam and goal of his life when one is able to chant in ecstasy he attains the stage of smaranavastha so first is shravana dasha where we, he hears about krishna katha and when constant hearing will get him to varana dasha shravana dasha varana dasha now smaranavastha the stage of remembering shravan kirtan vishnu smaranam this is remembering also has subdivisions recollection absorption meditation constant remembrance and trance are the five items of progressive krishna smarana so we always say shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam you know archanam vandanam you know pada sevanam uh, dasyam sakhyam atmanivedanam all these things we say but actually there are more subdivisions to each of these things so remembering smaranavastha five stages are there recollection absorption meditation constant remembrance and trance so recollection means like for example me i always make so many mistakes in uh, you know when i narrate some kind of story uh, you have <laughs> in past few days you must have you know realized this by now so when i describe some you know past time i don't remember the exact details of the past time and then i make mistakes here and there so you see my recollection is so bad that means my absorption my thinking of krishna's past time is so weak so in the beginning it's recollection it's remembering so we if we if we don't remember we forget the kind of 
but then when one when 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 that recollection becomes more and more then one does not uh, forget the details and everything everything the verses the the pastimes and everything so there is strong recollection and then absorption like chaitanya mahaprabhu he used to hear the pastimes of dhruva maharaj prahlad maharaj hundreds of times repeatedly 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 and go into every single word every single you know um, verse and describe them in so many different ways and relish those verses and relish those descriptions of you know so this is absorption meditation constant remembrance you see so recollection then absorption in that remembrance and then meditation so actually this is all this explain um, he actually explains and then constant remembrance although this sounds all same absorption meditation constant remembrance and trans all same no no there more intense 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 and intense so these are the five items of progressive krishna smaran definitely there must be some bengali or sanskrit words for these five items which prabhupada did not mention he he mentioned in english so therefore sometime it there they sound like same but if you see the actual words you can see the nuanced difference in each of these so here at first remembrance of krishna may be interrupted at intervals and actually these intervals can be very very big you know usually when there is movie uh, you know uh, there will be an intermission in the in the in the especially indian movies because indian movies are very long so there is intermission so they break okay take a break so the interval is very small and after the come back but in our devotional service in the beginning especially the intervals are very long huh dekhenge break break ke baad and the break is you know so so you know sometimes it can be next level also <laughs> so that kind of interruption also can happen so um sometimes devotees you know they come and then after that you will only see them 10 years later the interval is very very big in fact the, the substance itself is very small intervals are very big and then slowly as one progresses the intervals become shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and then finally there is uninterrupted remembrance without any interval so at first remembrance of krishna may be interrupted at intervals but later remembrance proceeds uninterrupted that is called avyabhicharini bhakti avyabhicharini bhakti means maam chayo avyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate so that is uninterrupted devotional service ahaituki apratihata uninterrupted when remembrance see that is why it is called recollection recollection means remember back again so that means you have forgotten you are, you are doing some, doing something else now again come back so it is like coming back to that means you have been somewhere else so recollecting recollecting but then absorption means uninterrupted so <clears throat> uh sorry at first remembrance of krishna may be interrupted at intervals but later remembrance proceeds uninterrupted when remembrance is uninterrupted it becomes concentrated and is called meditation you see now the the difference of absorption and meditation hmm. it's concentrated remembrance so although it is now uninterrupted but then it will become more concentrated more more involved more involved you know so that is called meditation and when meditation expands and becomes constant you see now so that concentrated remembrance that meditation if that is constant that means constantly in that deep absorption because sometimes it can be deep absorption and then again back to remembrance which is uninterrupted still but not that deep so now it if 
constantly deep then it becomes it is called anusmriti so this is here anusmriti uh, by uninterrupted and unceasing anusmriti one enters the stage of samadhi which is trance these are actually sanskrit words so two of them are mentioned here so, anu, anusmriti and samadhi so when un, by uninterrupted and unceasing unstopping uh, anusmriti one enters the stage of samadhi or spiritual trance that is called trance you know in this sometimes we see some people trance you know so trance means uh, the guy will be you know, ghostly haunted that is not uh, i mean these are cheap things and people sometimes fall for it so that is not trance trance means this samadhi always deeply that is actually this is possible only for you know extremely fortunate souls and extremely liberated souls these are completely liberated souls they can do this in trance after the, and then so this is all called smarana smarana dasha and the smarana dasha means the, the phase the phase of remembrance so where the de- remembrance deepens and deepens and deepens in dense 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 it becomes more and more dense dense intense so anusmriti is finally samadhi so after smarana dasha or samadhi has fully developed the soul comes to understand his original constitutional position at that time he can perfectly and clearly understand his eternal relationship with krishna then you will know we will know who we are or whether we are a peacock or whether we are a grain of sand or whether we are a flower or whether we are gopi whether we are cowherd boy whatever it is our original position that time we will understand that is called sampatti dasha the perfection of life so shravana dasha varana dasha smarana avastha then which is also called smarana dasha and finally uh, there is uh, sorry samadhi which is the fi- perfection of smarana dasha then he comes to sampatti dasha so in that smarana dasha there are five which is recollection absorption meditation constant remembrance which is anusmriti and finally samadhi which is trance so in this way five things so oh, these, these are all stages you see so chaitanya charitamrita advises those who are neophytes this is all we are continuing the bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur's description okay you know i don't know if you know this when you are reading here you see shila bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur and here the the quote quotation mark started so when it doesn't end at the end of the paragraph and in the next paragraph it starts again that means it is continuation if you did not know this until now that means the quotation is still continuing when it is continuing uh, with, uh, among i mean over many paragraphs then the quotation is not stopped at the end of the paragraph it is just left blank and the next paragraph it starts again okay so it is still continuation and here also this paragraph we have read in the end there is no end of the quotation marks that means it is still continuing so this is here you see still so in this way we know so these are then we know that this is all actually bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur's explanation that prabhu is repeating here some small tip so chaitanya charitamrita advises those who are neophytes to give up all kinds of motivated desires and simply engage in the regulative regulative devotional service of the lord according to the directions of scripture to give up all kinds of motivated desires and simply engage in the regulative devotional service of the lord according to the directions of scripture Hmm. Which verse is this? I do not know. 
honestly. So anyway, <clears throat> in this way, a neophyte can gradually develop attachment for Krishna's name, form, name, fame, form, qualities and so forth. When one has developed such attachment, he can spontaneously serve the lotus feet of Krishna even without following the regulative principles. See this? So first, we have to follow the directions of scriptures. Of course, we know some verses which are related to this, but exactly that verse, I do not know. So, direction, what is that? Shruti Smriti Purana Adi Pancharatriki Vidhim Vina Aikantiki Harer Bhakti Rutpata Yaiva Kalpate. So, we should not follow devotional service that is not authorized by scriptures in our own way, in our own imaginations. That is that is prohibited. So, that is also mentioned in the Bhagavatam, first canto, second chapter, verse 12. Tachradha Dhana Munayo Jnana Vairagya Yuktaya. What is that? Bhaktya Shrutagrihitaya. <clears throat> so, Bhakta, Bhaktya Shrutagrihitaya. We, we have to engage in devotional service according to Shruti, Shruta, the, the directions of scriptures. So, when one advances like that, then he will have, in this way, a neophyte can gradually develop attachment for Krishna's name, fame, form, qualities, and so forth. <clears throat> when one has developed such attachment, he can spontaneously serve the lotus feet of Krishna even without following the regulative principles. This stage is called Raga Bhakti. Raga Bhakti. Raga means, Raga means what? Attachment. Now our Raga is for material body, material family, material attachment. Raga Dvesha. So, Raga Dvesha Vimukta is to Vishayan Indriya Ischaran Atma Vashyar Vidheyatma Prasadam Madhigachati so this is in the so here in this material world we have to give up the raga and dvesha ichha dvesha samuthena dvandva mohena bharata this is illusory raga and dvesha our our uh, attachment and aversion for illusory things both are bad but we have to have raga or attachment for krishna and when one actually has raga bhakti it is no more vaidhi bhakti it is raga bhakti vaidhi bhakti means now we are doing according to rules but raga means automatically we will do without even rules or spontaneous love. At that stage, the devotee can follow in the footsteps of one of the eternal associates of Krishna in Vrindavan. This is called Raga Anuga Bhakti. Anuga means, Anu means in the way of. Ga means going in the way of. Ga means Gamayam, to go, to follow in the footsteps of Tad Anuragi Jananugami. Tad Anuraga, those who are attached to Krishna, Jana Anugami to follow in their footsteps. The third line of today's verse. So, Raga Anuga Bhakti or spontaneous devotional service can be executed in the Shantaras when one aspires to be like Krishna's cows or the stick or flute in the hand of Krishna. So, we can desire to become any of these things. We can want to become a flute of Krishna if that is our constitutional position, which is not to be imitated at this stage which will reveal itself as we progress and perfect our devotional service. When our Smaranadasha, when our Samadhi, intense absorption in Krishna Leela is manifested, then, yes, all these things will be manifested in the Sampatthi Dasha. So, um, Shantaras, when one aspires to Krishna's cows or the stick or flute in the hand of Krishna or the flowers around Krishna's neck, in the Dasyaras, one follows the footsteps of servants like Chitraka, Patraka or Raktaka, 
So these are different servants of Krishna and Vrindavan. In the friendly Sakhyarasa, one can become a friend like Baladev, Sridama or Sudama. So these are different relationships. Rasa means relationship or mellow. Actually, there is no, Prabhupada said in one place, there is no proper English translation for the word rasa. Rasa means taste, one, rasa means mellow, rasa, mean, rasa means um, uh, relationship, rasa means, um, you know, all these things, you know, sakya rasa. Um, so, in the relationship of friendship, one can become a friend like Baladev, Sridama or Sudama. In the Vatsala rasa, characterized by parental affection, one can become like Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda. And in the Madhurya Rasa, characterized by conjugal love, one can become like Srimati Radharani or her lady friends such as Lalita and her serving maids Manjaris like Rupa and Rati. This is the essence of all instruction in the matter of devotional service. Now the quotation marks have closed. So these are all the uh, instructions of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So there we have come to the end of this verse. And um, now we will take up any questions and see if any... Related verses have been shared by devotees. So, this is the essence of all instruction basically. Hmm. So, this is the song Ki Rupe Paibo Seva. Yes. So, especially the fourth stanza of that song is that Chariya Vaishnav Seva Nistar Paichakeva. There is no way to defeat her or give her up unless one unless I attain the mercy of the saints. See that is the that is the translation of that um, fourth verse, the fourth stanza of that song is the one which is actually explaining that. Um, the next, so we have the link of that song um, in the comments. You can you can see it. Then question. So Jessica, Bhaktin Jessica is asking. Um, but a child, Prabhuji, will be influenced and will conduct learnings from family or elders associated with, right, Prabhuji? So, yes, so the child will learn from the parents. So, why he is put in a certain family? Sometimes they are born in Suchinam, Srimatam, Gehe, in the family of devotees or in the family of Brahmins or something like that. Sometimes in the family of uncultured, Brahmins means not, not the birth-wise Brahmins but actual Brahmins by quality. Um, or sometimes he is born in sinful families or broken families and you know, all this kind of, so many, so many, disadvantages so these are all so accordingly he will be trained according to the mentality of the father and mother so therefore it is said uh, don't become a father and mother and don't become a, any kind of leader in any way um, or husband or like that if if one is not a devotee only when we are devotee then we are um, qualified to actually accept any leadership position Yes, so this verse from Vishnu Puran is quoted in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 2, Chapter 9, Text 36, uh, quoted by Vishwambar Prabhu here in the comments. Sahanistan Mahachidram 
समोह स च विभ्रम यमुहूर्तम क्षण वापी वासुदेव न चिंत दिस् नेवर फर्गेट कृष्ण राइट दट इज इफ ईवन फॉर अ मोमेंट रिमेम्रेंस ऑफ वासुदेव द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इज मिस्ड दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट लॉस दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट इल्यूजन एंड दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट अनोमली महछिद्रम समोह स च विभ्रम यमुहूर्त क्षण वापी वासुदेव न चिंत very nice was actually we must remember i should remember this i remember but i forgot again so ah so there's a long question by bhaktin ajanya so before we go there this this uh, verse from the yes this is the specific verse correct adosha darshi prabhu patita uddhar ei bar narottame koroha nistar no 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 not this this is the fifth verse now the fourth verse is where it is said that without vaishnavas without what is that that is the actual one of course the nistar paycheke ban nistar is there here but uh, the maya cannot be given up unless by, by the mercy of the saints you know that is the fourth verse especially um so the question by ajanya my parents are non vegetarian I don't have any good association in the form of teachers or friends. I didn't like Krishna actually in my childhood or in my teenage. I thought he is seen as a lover of so many girls. How can I consider him as a god? I was thinking about Krishna in my childhood so I didn't I did not have any attraction. I was very much interested in Shiva. From my 15th year only I was thinking that I am not in the right way. I need to acquire something good. but i couldn't find any persons books were my only books were my way to know about krishna i am not a devotee actually chanting trying to follow regular principles that's all but i think i could find something different and valuable information i got the very little attraction to krishna consciousness even though my friends parents society are not supporting is it due to my bhakti in previous birth well whether it was as a result of bhakti from previous birth or because of association of prabhupad's books whichever way it has happened it has happened and that is a greatly fortunate position so now we have to nurture that so how it exactly happened krishna knows <laughs> what we did in our previous birth so probably or probably not we don't know like for example once um, they were in american the american disciples they were sitting with prabhupada on one evening and then they asked him prabhupada in the 6th chapter of bhagavad gita it is said that um suchinam shrimatam gehe of those who are very advanced yogis in the past life those who haven't finished their path they take birth in you know good families and then they continue from their devotional service but in our lives there is no tinge of piety we have been from the very beginning of our lives been introduced to meat eating illicit sex gambling intoxication these are the four pillars of sin as we know now but these were the four pillars of our life previously how is it that we have gotten your mercy how did we how did we be, how are we pious that we have risen i mean received this thing swarupa so said i created the piety in you jay shri prabhupad so prabhupad the pure devotee is so powerful that he can turn anyone 
like Narad Muni. He turned a hunter into a devotee. And when uh, his friend Parvatmuni saw this, that horrible hunter who would, who would love to kill animals half dead <clears throat> and make them suffer so much by his arrows, that kind of a cruel-hearted hunter had become a great devotee. Then Parvatmuni said to Narad Muni, Aha, you are a touchstone, you are a Chintamani. Chintamani means touchstone. Touchstone means with that stone, if you touch anything, that will become gold. You know? So, uh, so, even an ordinary person or even a very sinful person can be. Narad Muni also liberated uh, who? Valmiki. He was a, a highway robber and you know, engaged in all kinds of sinful activities. That was Valmiki. And he became Valmiki Rishi and he wrote the Ramayana. You know, such a great Rishi he became. He could not even chant Rama. He was so sinful that he cannot even uh, say Rama. Then he, okay, then this Narad Muni said, all right, you chant Mara. Mara means dead. You know? So, Mara. You chant Mara. You, anyway, you, that's all you know. So, he said, okay, uh, this I can chant. Mara, 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 Rama, 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 Rama. And in this way, he was chanting Rama, Rama, Rama. And in this way, he became liberated. So, Narad Muni has, uh, you know, and Dhruva Maharaj, he came with a totally materialistic desire, completely. That's why there is that nice verse Vishwam Babu shared the other day. Where was, uh, and I, I, because it was so late that day, I did not sh- um, share those verses from the comments on the screen. Beautiful verse. After the class was finished, I was regretting that I did not show. Nice verse where it is said that, you know, where was Dhruva's, Dhruva's maturity, where was Kubja's beauty, where was, you know, um, Vidura's opulence. Um, but Krishna accepted all of them because Krishna does not see anything, all these material qualifications. He sees the devotion in all these people. So, <clears throat> even similarly for the monkeys in Ramayana, so he saw that they had devotion. So, you know, that is the real thing. So, we have to understand that, you know, Prabhupada, we do not know sometimes how great he is. You know? He has created the piety in us. So, whether we started with the previous good fortune from previous life or Prabhupada has actually made this happen here, we never know. But the thing is, we know it definitely happened. Now, we are at least we are fortunate enough to have received the Bhakti Lata Bij. E Brahmanda Brahmita Kona Bhagyavan Jeev. That is Bhagyavan. Very fortunate position. So, we have to now water the seed and make it nicely, grow the creeper and then make it reach the lotus uh, shelter at Krishna's lotus feet. Vanaja Mataji Will soul carry janma after janma both spiritual and material advancements or only spiritual advancements? Good. <clears throat> I know why you asked this question because a child prodigy has musical ability from his previous life so it looks like we do carry something of our material from our previous lives. So, um, I actually wanted to expand this, but it was not exactly a topic. So, I just, so now that you asked the question, so what happens is, you see, in our last life, we have read, we have, we know, we have spoken, we have, we could do so many things, but now we have to learn alphabets all over again. But what stays with us is the tendency. So, the tendencies of us, so that vasana, the tendency. So, there we will pick up from there. So, those tendencies carry forward according to uh, according to also our 
what is that? Karanam gunasangosya sadasad yoni janmasu. According to our association. So many factors play a part in uh, <clears throat> making us what we think at the last time, uh, last point of our life. And therefore there are different mentalities of different people. They are attached to different things. They are avert. They have aversion for different things because of our previous. So the flavors of past consciousness definitely carry forward. But the achievements, like for, for uh, the achievements, are lost. Like he may be a child prodigy now, or maybe he was a Zakir Hussain in his previous life, or I don't. I'm just making it up. Some accomplished, but that name and fame and all those accomplishments of that person do not carry forward. When this boy is born, he will not be, he will not be, you know, uh, mapped. Oh, this is uh, so and so. That fame is, is just gone with that body of that person. Now, Einstein, Albert Einstein. What is he now? Maybe he is a very intellectual person somewhere else. But maybe he's in this world. We don't even know. But we don't map him to that fame and that intelligence. All those things that are uh, known as hallmarks of Albert Einstein. So those things remain with the body, whereas the flavor of it carries forward. Whereas in our devotional service, it is not like that. Whatever we did in our previous life, we start off from there. So that's why people have a little more advantage in devotional service sometimes and sometimes not so much advantage, all these things. But either way, if we take it up seriously, even now, whether we, regardless of whether we have advantages or not, if we take it up seriously here, here now in this life, then we will achieve complete perfection no matter what. So, in, in devotional service, the, the actual fruits of, because it belongs to the soul, the devotional service is an activity of the soul, whereas the rest of it is the activity of the body. The activity of the body. So, that is no more. But the soul, the identity of the soul is the same. It's the servant of Krishna. And because it is Sanatana, Therefore, the Sanatan Dharma, why our religion is called Sanatan Dharma? Because it is a Dharma, it is the occupation of the Sanatan soul. The soul is Sanatan, the Lord is Sanatan, the, the abode of the Lord is Sanatan. The reciprocation between the Lord and the devotee is also Sanatan. This is called Sanatan Dharma. And that Sanatan Dharma does not finish with the body because it has nothing to do with the body in the first place. So, it has to do with the soul. So, he starts off from where he left off. No? So then he starts again. <clears throat> or whatever it remembers only at the time of death. So that remembrance at the time of death depends. Sadatat Bhava Bhavita. It is a culmination uh, of all that we have been thinking during life. So, and there is a nice verse, uh, Varaha Puran. Uh, I memorized it, but I forgot again. It's a simple verse that if we remember, if we have been a devotee all our lives and we somehow forgot Krishna at the last point of our life, what will happen to such a person? So it is said that the Lord will actually, you know, the Lord will remember him and take him back. In fact, in the pastime of Ramanujacharya, he asked this question to Vardaraj Perumal temple. In the Vardaraj Perumal temple, he asked the Lord, Vardaraj Perumal, in the Tamil Nadu, this, this temple, temple is there. So, he asked Varadaraj Perumal three questions. One of the questions was, what, what will happen to a devotee uh, when he has been devotee all his life, but at the last point of death, due to some reason, 
he is distracted and he could not remember. So what will happen to him? Then the Lord said, I will incarnate in his mind and I will take him back home, back to Godhead. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. So, uh, Mahesh Prabhu has reminded me. Yati vada, uh, yadi vata de doshena. That is the first line actually. Yadi vata de doshena. Nacha maam smaret. Madhbhakto nacha maam smaret. Aham smarami madhbhakto. What is that? Nayami. 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 I forgot the last word. <laughs> so I will take him across this ocean of material existence. Uh, even though he, if he doesn't remember me, I will remember him. So in this way, the Lord is back. <clears throat> um, So, Ajanya is asking question, if I die soon, will I develop the same interest in my next birth? So, I want to ask this question, are you planning on a suicide or something? <laughs> because, don't plan anything like that. Um, it all depends on Krishna. We just have to um, execute our devotional service. Whether we die next moment or whether we are going to die after 100 years, we just have to be focused. Not in the past, not in the future, just our present. Now, we have to focus on devotional service, be engaged in devotional service in as much as possible as much as possible now. So, let us be focused on that. Not that, oh, if I die soon, maybe I will take a good birth in a good family. Okay, okay, I will commit suicide. And then we will become ghost. One who commits suicide will become ghost. And then he will remain as a ghost for many hundreds of years and haunting all devotees and disturbing them and in that way commit more Vaishnava Aparad and go somewhere else. <laughs> so, don't, uh, don't try anything like that. I am sure you are not trying. I am just joking. So, <clears throat> doesn't matter, we, we will just carry on. Now the interest is there, just carry on. So, okay, again Ajanya. Even though I ate so many fish and meat till my, till 18, I mean for the first 18 years of life, how could I develop the little interest in Krishna? Why this 18 years since through meat eating didn't block the attraction to Krishna? If I think about my family or association, there is no way to develop attraction to Krishna. So, I asked this question. Hmm. Good question. So, that's what I just said. I shared that incident of Prabhupada, they asked the same question, how did we become fortunate to receive this Krishna consciousness when so many born Brahmins and you know so many practicing Brahmins are there in India and they were not so interested but we of all people, all the sinful people you know we are, how did we get? So actually there is a nice verse in uh, Bhagavatam, Kirata hunandra pulinda pulkasha abhira shumbha yavana khasadayaha so, the second canto, 4th chapter, 18th verse, it is said that even the people who are lower than Shudras, Chandalas, all kinds of Kirata, Huna, Andhra, Pulinda, Pulkasha, Abhira, Shumbha, Yavana, Khasa, Adaya, you know, all kinds of, you know, sub-civilized people, human beings but not in civilized at all, no Vedic culture, nothing, fully sinful. If even these kind of people, if they take shelter of the person who has taken shelter of Krishna, Shudhyanti Tasmai Prabhavishnave Namaha, they will get purified. That's why when one receives the, 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 the what is that song? Papi Tapi Jata Chilo Harinami Udharilo. Even the worst sinners can 
you know be delivered by the harinam if they just take it, take it with sincerity then whatever it, he may be uh, he will be if he is favored by the association of a pure devotee and if he is also favorable to that association that's it immediately he will be converted into gold no actually that's why ours is a mercy movement we are actually surviving in this movement because of mercy only we are not you know like big big sadhakas you know who are big himalayan tapasya you know we did nothing zero every day failing like anything but only thing is that we have the hope of mercy that's why there is let's try to take that verse out i let's hope this software will work uh, okay what is that verse 2339 is it 2329 madhalila yes madhalila chapter 23 text 29 न प्रेमा श्रवणादिभक्तिरिवागोथवा वैष्णवो ज्ञान वा शुभकर्म वाकेदो सज्जातिरप्यस्ति वेनाधिकेतथेदमूला सती हे गोपी जनवल्लभव्यथयते हा हा मदाशिमर्स ब्यूटिफुल वर्स translation oh my lord i do not have any love for you nor am i qualified for discharging devotional service by chanting and hearing nor do i possess the mystic power of a vaishnava knowledge or pious activities nor do i belong to a very high caste family on the whole i do not possess anything still o beloved of the gopis because you bestow your mercy on the most fallen i have an unbreakable hope that is constantly in my heart that hope is always giving me pain so this is our position now this verse should be in the memory actually until now i did not remember so anyway this is our position right now so we just have to hope the mercy only the prabhupada's mercy we are in floating in the water otherwise we'll be deeply sunk and completely at the sea bed only <laughs> hmm. ah the fourth verse is this ihar koriya joy joy chhadano na jaye छाड़ा so we cannot uh, win over the material world without sadhu kripa vina ar nahi ko upaya without the mercy of the sadhus the vaishnavas so by serving them we get their mercy so chhadiya vaishnav seva nistar paaye che keba and sunita mata ji is asking hari krishna how can you remember so much about krishna when you have poor memory no i do not remember you see how many mistakes i made so <laughs> so much more to remember so we need to absorb ourselves you know we have to read them again and again and in that way we can remember properly my recollection is not not proper you see 
So, <coughs> so I am also learning that is why I am talking here like I am not a big teacher at all. Please do not take me as a big teacher. I am just purifying myself by speaking about Krishna and you are purifying yourself by hearing about Krishna. That is our relationship. Otherwise, both are getting purified only. I am not a big, uh, you know, self-realized soul to speak on all the subjects. I am completely unqualified to speak on these subjects. But we are just sharing because that is the only way we can get purified. <coughs> we are not qualified to chant. We are not qualified to speak about Krishna. We are not qualified to do anything. But by doing them, we will become qualified. So, we just have to engage ourselves uh, in all these activities of devotional service <coughs> so that we can purify ourselves and, you know, become better devotees of Krishna. Oni from Bangladesh, this is uh, I think uh, cousin, nephew uh, of uh, Premikash Prabhu. He has been kindly joining our classes. Thank you very much, Oni Prabhu. And his question, that means <coughs> the more I connect with the Krishna consciousness, the more chance to go to Krishna Dham. But the question is, a cricketer or footballer spend most of the time how to prepare himself more undefeated. And that's why he always think about his profession. So, is he wasting his time just thinking about his profession? <coughs> Actually, yes. That's why all these things are unnecessary things. These are all anarthas. Cricket, football. These have become such huge establishments, such huge things in today's world. And of course, thanks to this virus, the Olympics has been cancelled. The, the football has been cancelled. European League or something, all this has been cancelled. Spanish league has been cancelled, some boxing matches have been cancelled, cricket matches have been cancelled. So, actually these are not necessary, you can live without them. Nobody died, right? They died of the virus but did not die because there was no football match or uh, died. They did not, could not be choked up and died, no, nobody. <laughs> so, these are all anartha things. But now, <clears throat> these are glorified so much. Artificially, they have been given so much hype, uh, so much hype. Oh, cricketer, oh, greatest batsman in the world, Sachin Tendulkar. Okay, he is the greatest cricketer, batsman. But how great is cricket? Just like an ant, among the ants, there may be a very great ant. Every other ant may be very much scared of this ant or, you know, in ant fight, maybe the ant will be the biggest ant. In the... But, I mean, does it even matter to us? In the grand scheme of the cosmic things and everything, does the ant matter any, any, any much at all? No. It's useless. I mean, nobody cares. It's in the grand scheme of things, the whole grand scheme of creation is that we purify our life and go back to Krishna. Anything else, however grand it may seem, is just an illusion. It's an illusion of fame. It's an illusion of greatness. It's an illusion of greatness. Because we have to, first of all, see what is the aim in all those actions. One may be great in something, but is that something great or not? If, if he is great at cricket, is cricket great enough? <coughs> or if he is great at football, is football great enough to, uh, to in achieving the aim of life? No. So, all the greats are not same. That is why, the, what is the greatest fame? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramananda Rai. Ramananda Rai said, greatest fame is to be the, uh, known as a devotee. He did not say greatest fame is to be known as a Bollywood actor or you know, you may say that time Bollywood was not there. Okay, say a dancer or a musician or whatever it is. He did not say anything. He said greatest fame is being a devotee because that fame is eternal fame. Because whatever he has done as a devotee, that is for the eternal purpose of everybody. 
whereas all this you know simply some stupid entertainment you know just like it doesn't have much meaning so if he's focusing on all this profession suppose he's a cricketer and he's always focusing on cricket cricket then he'll next life he'll become a cricket you know that insect cricket crick 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 he will do that next next life will become like that <laughs> that will be his future so why why we should waste time although the millions of fans he, he may have but will those fans help him when yamaraj is going to punish him oh you have not chanted krishna's name nonsense you know what you have done no 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 i am a greater greatest cricketer i have many fans you know i have how many millions of fans i'm greatest batsman or you know i you, you see my social media account nothing yamaraj is not interested yamaraj is interested how much you have chanted huh let's see yamaraj's own statement very nice verse chapter canto 6 chapter 3 verse 29 of shrimad bhagavatam no not this one ಜಿಹ್ವಾನವಕ್ತಿಭಗವದ್ಗುಣನಾಮಧೇಯಂ only those sinful persons who do not use their tongues to chant the holy name and qualities of krishna whose hearts do not remember the lotus feet of krishna even once and whose heads do not bow down even once before lord krishna send me those who do not perform their duties toward vishnu which are the only duties in human life please send me all such fools and rascals so he may be greatest cricketer but according to yamaraj he is the greatest rascal so our thing is in krishna's eyes what are we the whole world may glorify us because they will glorify those who will never worship krishna jatu nama gada grja ha uh, what is that shwavid varahoshta kharaye samsuta purusha pashu ha uh, nayat karna pathopeto jatu nama gada grja canto 2 chapter 3 text 19 of shrimad bhagavatam so the men who are like animals they will glorify other men who are bigger animals so in this way there is a big animal society going on here and uh, fan clubs and you know all clubs but what is going on unnecessary things unnecessary things are glorified and devotees who are actually working for the welfare of the whole world are don't give don't bother about them no over they are you know nonsense these people nobody cares now we are having live stream for example now live stream how many people are there let's see 39 people are there here on live stream Uh, Sachin Nelgar or Shahrukh Khan goes live stream. How many people will come? Oh, millions, thousands at, at the live watching. Big, big comments. Every second comments are coming. Thousands of comments. Interest. In people's interest is there. Is Krishna talking in some uh, Krishna speech or that is 39 people only. And then uh, Shahrukh Khan. Oh, some views are there in, in, in social media. So, if you want to know that... Um, uh fame does not equal greatness if you want to know fame is not equal to greatness especially in kali yuga because you will become famous if you do all kind of stupid things 
you just see one video or some stupid photos in social media they will have likes you know million likes like this you see the substance it doesn't even equal one second of this talk that we are having now it doesn't even equal one second of it but oh millions of views millions of likes but uh, this one 39 now increased to 42 some three people joined <laughs> so uh, that's it. that is the level here so we just need to go on with our we have to be convinced we are now convinced that they say how can millions of people be wrong we say yes all millions are wrong confidently we can say all millions of them are wrong majority is never correct especially kali yuga majority usually will be wrong in satya yuga yes maybe you can say majority will be correct there because all of them are paramahamsas all of them know the aim of life you know but here nathi vidu swarthagat me vishnu nobody knows the aim of life of vishnu so whatever their opinions are all useless nobody care you should, we should not care for their opinion as devotees we should never care for their opinions they make they may make, make something as very great in their own estimation but in our estimation it has no value for them it is priceless but for us it is worthless that's why it is said in the cha- second chapter of bhagavata what is priceless for us it, it seems worthless for them you see 269 bhagavad gita yanisha sarva bhutanam tasyam jagrati samyame yasyam jagrati bhutani sanisha pashyato mune you see what is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self controlled and, and the time of awakening for this all beings is night for the introspective sage so they are both awake in different realms they are both active on different realms for the sage for i mean for the devotee a materialist he is very active in this material but he is seeing that spiritually he is sleeping completely in deep slumber he is not at all active whereas the materialist is thinking this muni this 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 is devotee what they are doing you know nothing productive they are doing you know they think like this they simply chant you know and worship deities and you know some you know talk about bhagavad gita and whole day and night what they are doing you know some do something productive they think like this we are thinking they are not thinking of krishna they are therefore they are absent. so who is crazy who is crazy that's why prabhupada wrote an article who is crazy so they think we are crazy we think they are crazy but we are right because krishna thinks they are crazy <laughs> so our opinion is in accordance with krishna's opinion so therefore we are right so ultimately there should be there has to be a judge no because two opinions are there somebody has to be a judge to you know judge so we have to see what just like a thief he thinks stealing is good because for him he needs that is his mode of survival the uh, stealing is good because i am pro- providing for my family for the uh, for the for a normal citizen that is bad so now it has to be established who is correct so they go to the judge the government agrees that the thief is wrong so everybody has to abide by the government's decision now he may think whatever he want he will be in jail only and in the jail he can think that i am right i am right why he will be in jail only so similarly um, so so devotees also think they are right non devotees think they are right uh, but devotees are always right because krishna they they follow krishna's krishna says this is right and he says that is wrong so they can say they are right and they let them suffer in this world and still they say they say they are right and never mind you know so in this way you know, life is goes on 
then uh, Swati, Swati Mataji, please take a class on Narsimalila, pastimes of Narsimadev. Well, yeah, maybe sometime because Narsimha Chaturdasi is coming actually. There is a sixth, on the sixth, uh, Narsimha Chaturdasi, three days away. Sixth, right? Yeah, I think sixth. So, Narsimha Leela. But we are in a, you know, we will take some time. We will see. We will see if um, time permits before six, otherwise it can be maybe after six. Let's see. But most of you already know and we kind of covered it in our uh, Narsimha, Namaste Narsimha prayers. Uh, the greatness of Lord Narsimhadev kind of covered it. So, in that way, of course, we did not go through the entire pastime. We can go through it. I think we can go through that also. Um, maybe the next three verses can be done in maybe the next two days, something like that. And then after that, we can do Narsimhalila probably. Alright, if there are no questions anymore, we will stop it here. <laughs> Vishwam Prabhu says, majority sometimes means that all the fools are on the same side. <laughs> Especially true in Kali Yuga. Majority of them, Krishna already said, Manushanam Sasreshu Kaschityatati Siddhaya Yadatama Bisiddhanam Kaschin Vetimam Tattvatah Among thousands among men, one will be interested in endeavor for perfection and out of the thousands of who are endeavoring for, endeavoring for perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. One in millions will be my actual devotee. He never said that majority will be my devotees. That is in the spiritual world, yes. In the material world, no. Material world, majority are fools. So, if the majority are voting for somebody, that means you have to be careful of that person. There is something wrong with that person. Um, so, first, that's why we should never judge a person according to the following, according to all these external things. How he is speaking, that is what matters. How is he speaking, what is he doing? That's why Arjuna asked in the second chapter, 54th verse and 14th chapter, 21st verse, what are the symptoms of a self-realized soul? What he does, what he speaks, what he, how he sits, how he walks, everything he wanted to know. So that we can identify. So what is his character? What is he speaking? What is he doing? That is what matters. That is what matters. So not what, how many followers he has. We should never judge people according to that. See, nice conversation of Vishwamba Prabhu. I mean, conversation of Prabhupada shared by Vishwamba Prabhu. Hamtuta saying, this week is the big world football soccer matches. So, everyone goes to see that. They either stay at home or watch television or they go to the fields. Prabhupada says, because they have been taught like that, what is their fault? They do not know the importance of human life. Eat, drink, be merry and enjoy. That's all. And then become a dog. That's all. They do not know. And they say, never mind, I shall become a dog. After all, I will forget everything. This is in Germany, June 22nd, 1972. So, this is nowadays. Oni Prabhu is saying, fantastic answer. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking the question so that others can also understand. <coughs> so, Vishwamar Prabhu has quoted one letter of Prabhupada. 
Prabhupada's letter to Sachi Sutta. <coughs> Standard practice for initiated devotees. Must attend evening and morning classes. Should not extensively mix with non-devotees. Should not eat cooked by non-devotees. Should not waste time in idle talks. Should not become agitated in frivolous sports. Should always chant and sing the Lord's holy names. So these things. So like this there are many nice things. So we can go through the comments. Somebody can... So Prem because Prabhu is saying just by Nayami Paramagatim. Yes, Paramagatim. That is the word. So because Prabhu is saying Darshan So in the song of uh, Narutam Nastakur they said Eibaru Karuna Kuru. So yeah, so there it is said Darshane Pavitra Kuru Aitumargun. A devotee, even if you see him, we become perfect. So, Prabhupada also, many people, sometimes they saw Prabhupada and saw his smile and because of that they surrendered their life and became devotees, initiated everything. You see? Oh yeah, this is a beautiful, we should read this verse. This was the verse that I did not read the other day by Rupa Goswami in Padyavali. But the diacritic marks are not there, so the pronunciation can be a little difficult. If the diacritics are put, then it is easier to pronounce. <clears throat> so it's a Vyadhas Vyadhasya Charanam Dhruvasya Cha Vayo Vidyakimnu Kimu Namarupam Adhikam Kimtat Sadan Sudamno Dhanam Vamsako Vidurasya De Yadavapater Ugrasya Kim Paurusham Bhaktaya Tushati Kevalam Nacha Gunair Bhakti Priyo Madhava Bhakti Priyo Madhava. Where were the hunter dharma's piety? First of all, I don't know who is this hunter dharma. Is he the one who shot Krishna, arrow at Krishna's leg? I don't know. I actually don't know who is this dharma hunter. We should find out. Where were the hunter dharma's piety? Dhruva's maturity and Gajendra's knowledge. Where was Ujja's beauty? Sudama's wealth? Where was Vidura's noble birth? Where was Ugana's generous strength? Lord Mahava is pleased only by devotional service and not by material qualifications. Midas touch, yeah. The man with the Midas touch. Which means, I, I don't know if you know that Greek story, Midas. He touched anything, he'll become gold. Of course, that Midas was actually an idiot because um, he became morose after that. Because ordinary gold would. <laughs> he became morose because he touched his wife to enjoy her and she became also gold. And how, how to enjoy her now? So, <laughs> so, in that way, he understood them. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, in material, material goal is that. Spiritually, goal means uh, to her, turn the heart of that person into gold. That is a different level. To change the person. Well, thank you very much. I think that's, that's pretty much. What is the meaning of detachment? Okay, we have a few more questions, not finished. Not at all finished. Alright, we'll go through some of the questions now. Somewhere I saw uh, Jombor, Jombor Prabhu. Now Somagiri Prabhu. Where is he? Some comment is there. So anyway. 
Now the question is Ah, here, very valuable lecture. Oh, that's what he's saying. Okay, Ravi Ranjan Prabhu. What is the meaning of detachment? Detachment means to, de to be detached from sense gratification. That's all. And that is only possible if we have attachment for Krishna. Therefore, Krishna is saying, Maya Sakta Manah Partha. Become attached to me. Automatically, you will be detached to material life. So, that is automatic. So, as we get attached to Krishna, we will get detached to material life. So, in the beginning, the whole con the whole focus should be that's why Krishna says, achieve attraction for me by hearing about me, chanting my name, everything. So in that way, when we get attached to Krishna, automatically we will be detached to Maya. Maya doesn't mean detachment doesn't mean oh I should not use any more aeroplane, I should not use any more Facebook Live, I should not use any more uh, what uh, handphone, smartphone, or anything uh, laptop. I should not use. That is not detachment. That is stupidity. Detachment means to use all those things in sense gratification, that is bad. So, using it in sense gratification, that misuse, giving up that misuse is actual detachment. So, therefore, Rupa Goswami says, Anasaktasya vishayan yatharham upayunjataha nirbandhe krishna sambandhe nirbandha krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya muchyate prapanchakataya buddhya harisambandhi vastunaha mumukshubhe parityago vairagyam phalgukathyate he said, by, by not being attached to anything, but using everything in Krishna's service. And so that is actual renunciation, yuktam vairagyam, yukta vairagya. Whereas, just giving up everything, not knowing their relationship with Krishna. Oh, Facebook live is Maya Prabhu, Facebook all Maya. But then in that way, nobody speaks about Krishna, nobody hears about Krishna, everybody just stay in Maya and fully in Maya. So, if we can use it in Krishna's service, that is perfect. So, that is proper use. So, instead of saying, ah, this is all Maya Prabhu, I don't want to go on Facebook Live, it's all Maya. You know, that is stupidity, that's not renunciation. Oh, I am, I am, I am, a, I am a sannyasi, I am a brahmachari, I am a saffron colorist, I cannot be on Facebook Live. What is that? Stupidity. So, we should not be stupid. We should be. So, that is, Rupa Goswami says, phalgu uh, vairagyam phalgu kathate. It is an incomplete uh, renunciation. Uh, that is actually not proper renunciation. Real renunciation means to not use anything for ourselves, for everything for Krishna, but use everything for Krishna. So that is real detachment. Vairagya Vidya Nija Bhakti Yoga. Then, um, Sonali. Sonali Mataji is asking, but people, but job people can't avoid non devotees. So she is meaning that people who go to work outside, they can't avoid non devotees. We have already read this, I mean, studied this the other day. So, basically, we, if one has to go out and you know, work a job, then one has to just have very minimal contact with people as much as is necessary to work there. If at all we want to show extra friendship, we can give them prasadam, give them a book, let them study, and time to time give them some instructions about Krishna. If they are not interested, let them go on their own path. Don't even make friendship with this person. No use because he will drag you only. He will drag you to the you know ditch. So better you save yourself from that. You know when you know when somebody is drowning in water, when you go to help him, you know the, the, the drowning person he wants to hold on to something. He is already in panic, complete panic. And you know when he holds, you also will drown with him. So no need to try to save a person when we ourselves cannot be save ourselves. 
in that association. So, if he want to drag us, then let him, let him drown on his own. We at least stay far away from that. So, so, but if we still have to deal with him, then just official dealings, that is it. Very official dealings and that is it. One's main relationship, you know, close relationship should be cultivated with devotees. Sometimes relations, relatives also have become a pain in the neck. So, they are not supportive and they are against and then they pass so many comments. That is why there is a nice verse in, you know, Mukundamala uh, Sutra, two verses are there. Oh, see, completely. This is the 39th verse of Mukundamala Sutra. Tyajantu bandhavaha sarve nindantu guravo jana tathapi paramanando govindo mama jeevanam. This is, let my relatives all abandon me and my superiors condemn me. Still the supremely blissful Govinda remains my life and soul. This is attitude of devotee. He doesn't care. And another verse also. This is the 42nd verse of Mukundamala Sutra. Chittam naiva nivartate kshanam api Shri Krishna padam bhujan Nindantu priyabandhava gurujana Ghrinantu munchantu va Durvadam parighoshayantu manuja Sarve vamshekhalankostu va Tadruk premadharanu ragamadhuna Mattayamanam tume He is praying, my mind cannot turn from Sri Krishna's lotus feet even for a moment. So let my dear ones and other relatives criticize me. My superiors accept me or reject me as they like. The common people spread evil gossip about me and my family's reputation be sullied. For a madman like me, it is honor enough to feel this flood of love of Godhead, which brings such sweet emotions of attraction for my Lord. That is enough for me. Let all of them talk whatever they want. I will just be interested in Krishna consciousness. So, we just have to, you know, be there but not be there. We just have to deal with them externally. If you can help them by prasadam, by books, well and good. If he becomes devotee, ah, then you can cultivate more friendship with him and teach him more things. If you can't, then just deal with them officially and then your real dealings are with the devotees. Can those be type of people affect our chanting? Non-devotees. Yes, they will definitely affect our chanting. If we listen to them, if we closely associate with them, if we sit with them and eat and they are eating some rubbish. Uh, so, all these things uh, will affect our chanting. Definitely it will affect. So, therefore, just, just associate as much as is necessary. Other than that, come out. And associate with devotees, read, be engaged in the... That's why Prabhupada created the association of devotees. So, there is an alternative, hmm. alternative association and where devotional service can be cultivated. So, I think that is an, so Ravi Ranjan it actually cleared my doubts. Okay, thank you very much, thank you very much for working.
ऑल राइट वी विल स्टॉप हियर जय श्री उपदेशामृत की जय रूप गोस्वामी की जय श्रील प्रभुपाद की जय आनंद कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय यथा गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल